my goodness, this is Wrestling Wars Podcast, and we have a an avalanche, uh, a cavalcade, a blood orgy of, of news. People are going to start turning into snakes up in here, like in Conan the Barbarian. Um, so much news this week. We go for weeks, we're, we're out here, we're recording 30-minute episodes and shit, and now we got a million hundred things happening. Uh, right off, we got to start, I got... My man KB from KBReviews.com. We are here. Some many of you here from WrestlingRivers.net Facebook page. WrestlingRivers.net. All news. No clickbait. Uh, we did a live show last week. I know a lot of you were talking about there were some audio issues. We're working on getting that cleaned up. We thank, uh, we thank most of you for your kind feedback during the show. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for joining us for that we will do more stuff in the future and hopefully it will be better man we got a ton of news this week I'm going to start off with you know I, and I don't care there's probably things that other that people might be more into or all about but I think for the adults in the room you can't really argue that the biggest news just broke the other day Roman Reigns is coming to address his status on Monday night and being a former sports, a, a former athlete, played played some high-level sports, uh, being the occupation that I'm in, I'm a superstitious man. So I'm not going to offer, I'm not going to venture what I think they're going to be announcing on Saturday night, or Monday night, regarding Roman Reigns. But I will say that the fact that a gym, a training gym, posted pictures of him uh, looking good and said that they are very proud of the fact that they got to help him train for his in-ring return. And the fact that he is going to be on Good Morning America the day after Raw, Tuesday morning, I would say that those indicate some good things pretty strongly. Um, I don't... I don't want to get too optimistic. I do. Th- I think it's going to be positive. I think he's going to say he will be returning. I don't think he's going to have a set date yet. I think it's going to be like, I am on the road to recovery. I'm going to be back in a few months is what I would be looking for. I mean, that would be, I mean, perfect. He can, he can yeah. say anything I had. Kind of date range he wants as long as the guy is okay, man. That was. Yeah, oh, that, that's what matters. I, I don't think, I do think he's going to say, uh, I don't think he's going to be back for WrestleMania. Extremely I, stressful. I think, I think that would be pushing it a little bit because with this, this is one of those things where I don't know how the science of it works, but I'm assuming if you try to overdo it with this, you might screw up your recovery a little bit. I don't know how exactly that works. I'm assuming once you get a clean bill of health, it's probably a clean bill of health. Well, from what I know, and obviously there's a lot of different kinds of cancer, but yeah. from what I know, it's it's more a case of you're only physically capable of so much after going through that, you know, the, mm. the, uh, treatments regardless yeah. of what kind of cancer are, are extremely hard on your body. Um, yeah. I actually have a buddy, a coworker who, uh, is on the comeback road from, from cancer. And, and that's what it mm. was. It's just, he wasn't, um, I think he, I think he said during, during the three months he was doing the chemo, he couldn't even like leave his house. Yes, and, my and, grandmother went. My grandmother went through it a few years ago. She yeah, was, and so she would. She would uh, it was. A, she was a wreck. And so what I think. It, I think is if he's if he's okay, then I think it's just a matter of what he's physically capable of after everything he's been through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if we look at it through that lens, you know, who knows? <clears throat> so he relinquished the twi- title in in October. 
Mm-hmm. So we're, I, I would guess that he knew the beginning of October. You know, he he could have been back training since January. We, who knows? He could have been. He could have been. Um, I mean, or it could be a lot. Keep in mind, there is a very strong possibility it could be several months before he's back in the ring. It it's, yeah. it, it it just intent intent. It depends entirely on how does his body react to the treatment. Then again, this is wrestling, and yeah, guys can work around anything. They and, can and, and they make can. and just just so he can be there, just so he can make it happen. So yeah, we will see. I'm super happy we're going to be seeing him. I'm excited for Monday yeah. night. That's huge news. Yeah. That's news good, we are bringing awesome to you. to see him. So, in short review from last week, I think we were mostly... <laughs> I think we were mostly right on in our predictions last week, except for somehow, someway, WWE decided to do the unthinkable and have Baron Corbin beat Braun Strowman. You did say it, and I did joke they would do that so that they could do this match three more times. And then they went ahead and did it again on fucking Monday night. I said it was the dumbest thing they could do, and that's why I went with it. So, but the main thing coming out last week, I'm sure the highest rated match that you had on the card was the Elimination Chamber and the heart-stopping, awesome action we got between Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Um, I don't know. We may be of two minds on this. I'm the type of person that I... Yeah, sure, it's a good idea for them to have the rematch and for Kofi to go against Brian at Fastlane. Uh, but I foresee uh, it'll just be another one of those situations where they, they tease it, they tease it, they tease it. They never pull the trigger. WWE loves to not pull the trigger. They'd be the worst fucking snipers in the history of the world. Uh, honestly, the momentum, they had all the momentum with them Sunday night. They should have done. They should have done a surprise switch and then just switched it back two days later. It was the perfect opportunity for it, in my mind. But Kofi Mania is running wild. I'm sure it'll get wasted by Fastlane. But give us your thoughts. I think uh, I could have gone either way with it, but my thing is, if he doesn't win it at Fastlane, I don't see him winning it for a very long time, if ever. Um, Probably never. This is is the time. Probably, yeah. He's never going to get this organically hot again. You, Kofi's the kind of guy where people want to see him win because we've watched him go from like Kofi had Kofi had a great career before New Day was ever thought of. Yeah, it's yeah, not absolutely. like Kofi. It's not like New Day is the only thing he's ever done. He's a he's a borderline Hall of Famer before New Day was ever a thing. Now he's a near headliner with all the titles and accomplishments he's got, uh, and he deserves. A world title, right? Even like we said, even if it's two or three weeks, he could lose it back two days later on SmackDown. And just it's the mo- I mean, Mick Foley proved a long time ago it's the win, it's not the rain. Well, not always. It can be, but there's certain situations where it's it's plenty worth it just to give them that yeah. title win and give them that night. Yeah. For Kofi, it would definitely be the situation where I don't think anyone's expecting Kofi to be some you know eight month championship reign and instantly the top guy. Permanently, I th- th- this comes off as a, a he finally wins the title. I don't know what he does after that, but he wins the title once. That's all he needs to do. He's like Kofi Kingston winning a big match right now. If he went out and pinned even before all this started, it wouldn't be shocking to see him get a big pinfall nope. in a match. It, it would be an upset, but it's not like it's Heath Slater winning or something. It's Kofi Kingston is a multiple time champion in just about every title there is. Him winning a match is not a stretch, so it's not like it's not like this is some flash in the pan title run that would come out of nowhere. It's long since earned, but I do think if he doesn't do it at Fast Lane, 
I don't know if I can see it. I would have I would have been okay with them switching it at Elimination Chamber. I'm also okay with them not switching it there. But I think Fastlane is kind of his last stand for this. So, prediction. I don't think he wins it. No, me neither. That hurts, that it, hurts it, to say, but I don't think he does. Yeah, it's hurtful, but this is the WWE we're talking about here. And it is, it is, it is. You know. Now, my question to you. Does he lose it? Does he not win because New Day uh, turns on him? Mm, no. I, I, I see where you're going with that. That's yeah. not a, you know. There, there's a story there. there there's a time, to... there's a day and age where that I could have seen that happening, but I don't think this is it. Yeah. Also, New Day is, New Day still has, they, they're nowhere near what they used to be, but, but it's not like they're worthless people where you're just like, can we get on with this already? They still sell a ton of merch. Kids still love them. They're a, they're a valuable <laughs> thing to have. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm kind of over them too, but well, it's, it's not even that I'm over. I get that the, the 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 gimmick is still good, but but you know, we're coming up on five years of new day. Big E, I, I harp on it all yeah. the time, but I mean, goddamn, you got a you got you got a top guy, a top yeah. guy, just 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 year after year after year, year in and year out, he's doing the same thing, same act, same spot on the card. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah I think I'm with you. I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah. A couple of people who did get some wins this week, though I don't know if they're really wins in the big picture. And what's crazy is this is this is easily our top story, if not for all this other crazy stuff that happened this week. But holy fucking shit, NXT invades the main roster. Yeah, Monday where, where night. Where did this come from? <laughs> where did it come from? What is what is the future for this? What is the what is the plan? What is? Oh, what is anything? Um, that's a real good question. I, I think the answer is... What is was the idea of not waiting for one more week? When they would have been in a major city where people would have known yeah. who these guys were and would have reacted? Till and Wait till even, Tuesday when they're in New Orleans. Yeah, even Tuesday in New Orleans was... A, was they were going fucking nuts and they were into it. Yeah. The same arena they had take over New Orleans last year and all of these guys were in prominent matches on the card. Oh. <sighs> With, and they had vignettes building them up, or a promo in the back, or something. KB, tell me what the fuck is hap- what is happening here. What is uh, this? Vince is seeing the ratings plummet and is like NXT. Those guys are popular. Let's bring them up. Is that what you is that what you think? I I, I am I would bet that's what's going on. Fresh faces, new ideas, new stuff. Also, just if nothing else, not even so much that, just more along the lines of what else are they supposed to do on Raw right now? Uh, Rollins isn't wrestling. Lesnar is Lesnar. What are they supposed to do to fill in three hours when the when we just came off where the big story, the main event from Raw was the women's tag team titles, and that wasn't even a complete Raw match. That was... Or, that That's all they had. They need something to bridge the next six weeks. I... I, I feel a lot more positive about it than I did on Monday night. So do I. Because Monday night, I I was you know this is this is a fucking disaster. This is mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. but and it's still they're still doing it's still kind of a botch. But at least the second night they had like they were shitty vignettes, but at least it was something. Like they had something out of the ring to give these guys a little bit of character, mm-hmm. to get people a little familiar with them. They put them <laughs> to be fair in matches both nights with with opponents who can emphasize their strengths. Mm-hmm. So that was good. 
Um, the Ricochet, Finn Balor, Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley match was was damn good times. Um, great job by really? all involved. Uh, okay. What was I, wrong with What was wrong with that match? Uh, the two things for me was a it went on longer than it needed to to showcase Ricochet, and it was like they were trying to do two or three different things at once in that match. Like, just either advance Balor and Lashley or focus on Ricochet. Don't have it be, like, a near 20-minute match where a lot of it is a heat segment on Balor. It was watchable. It, it went on too long for my tastes for a, for a debut of someone like that. Um, you, don't, I don't, you don't think that Ricochet showcased all the things he could do? Some of them, he, d- he did it better the next night. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it was better than having them beat the revival a week after the revival won the, won the belts. Yeah, that, again, that, that, uh, was, that was another thing that, that that almost made my fucking head explode. But it's and, it's and a situation where they booked themselves in the corner, though. What do you fucking do? Do you have the two top title holders on NXT lose on the, in their debut, or do you have the fucking revival who just won the tag titles they lose the week book, after? They didn't book. They didn't book themselves in the corner. They had. There's a tag team called Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. No, I mean, I'm, I'm saying by booking the match, uh, by, oh, by putting well, yeah, the match out there. That's not booking yourself in the corner. That's walking into a corner and saying, we're going to do this on, on purpose. That's just stupid. <laughs> Roode and Gable were in the segment right before the match. Why Why are they not out there? Make it a number one contenders match or something if so you have to. There just... was two schools of thought. Is this Vince trying to get some new, fresh... Uh, hot stars on the show whose ratings are tanking mm-hmm. or is this a move to try and direct eyeballs to NXT because they are going to bring it to cable pretty soon I think a mixture of both okay uh, I think the I think the NXT move is coming I don't think it's going to be for several months not until obviously not until the Fox contract begins because um, there's been rumors back and forth whether that was the yeah, case whether they been. were going to be on I, FS1 I think, or not I think it's a short term and long term thing short term I do think it's just because they have to have something to keep people's interest on Raw until Wrestlemania because I don't know what they're going to do like what is the Raw main event for Fastlane going to be it's weird because they don't and you think they would know this by now you like you don't pop ratings by just being like hey here's this guy like there has to be an angle that people are interested in or characters that people are interested in and and just throwing people out there is not that. If they were having, say, the Gargano Ciampa feud mm-hmm. on Raw, people, that might pop ratings. If they were, ha- you know what I'm saying, angles and characters and, and yeah. interesting things pop ratings, not, let me throw this guy out there. I mean, okay, no, Aleister no Black build, is... No hype. Aleister Black is an interesting character. Ricochet is interesting because of the things that he can do, but... You know, we've had plenty of people who do big moves and nobody gave a shit about them. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. laundry list of those people. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it's an idea. It's hard to call right now. Yeah, it really does come off like we need something to fill in the next six weeks. Because, again, we have no world title feud at the moment because none of them, neither of them are – Lesnar's not there and uh, Rollins isn't going to be able to do anything for a while because of his back. The, I mean, is Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley supposed to carry the show until WrestleMania? You know, you got to have something in there just so that there's some kind of interest in WrestleMania. On the red side, it's they that is booking themselves into a corner with there's just nothing there. 
Well, if they weren't doing the... They weren't doing the angle where they kept the most popular fucking person in the angle off of TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you could easily carry the carry the red brand into WrestleMania with uh, Rousey and Ron... Uh, you could. Rousey and Becky plus Charlotte. You could easily do that, but they've chosen yeah. to go the route of also keeping her off of TV. So everybody yeah. who could be in a major main event angle on Raw for WrestleMania is currently being kept off of TV. So... And these people are professionals, ladies and gentlemen. There is that. This is their job. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's a rough Monday night. Most of the, I mean, Rousey was on Raw. She, um, if you remember that, she closed the show after pretty much everybody else went to bed. Yeah, pretty good match. With uh, yeah, it was it was it was better than it, it was, was on much better on their than their fucking elimination chamber match. I couldn't believe that. It, except for uh, Rousey whiffing completely on that punch, which was atrocious. Yeah, and what was even worse was was Riot sold it. A couple of people. It wasn't as bad as the whiff as these th- next three gentlemen had on their WWE careers. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. I'm the f- fucking ten points. Um, so, and I and I don't mean it's not their fault. I'm not. It's no disrespect to them. It was just a good opportunity for a segue. I think all three of these guys were brutally well. Maybe not in Tommy's case. This didn't work out. But to me, all three of these guys to some degree, were brutally misused. Um, so, this week, whether by most, I think all three of them, either directly through words or through actions, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. requested their release, and that would be Ty Dillinger, TJP, and Hideo Itami were all released from the WWE this week. I, uh, Except for, I think Itami is probably going to go back to Japan, but the other two yeah. guys, I could 100% uh, see showing up on AEW. Yeah. Uh, Dillinger better be careful. He might break what apparently is their 215 pound weight limit in AEW since that's all the people they have. Yeah. um, Yeah. So first uh, let's go with Ty Dillinger. Um, I there's I'm pretty much 100% on his side. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't know how you can have what is the one of the most over gimmicks in the business? Yeah, and they just simply just just don't use you. I mean, I've been I've been I've been screaming about it on this show since we came back. Yeah, uh, I don't think Dillinger I mean, was ever going to be a main event star, but he should have been. Like, a, you can't get him on a as a mid carder or someone just to open house shows. The guy was <clears throat> in NXT mm-hmm. and had his music hit for number ten for the Rumble and got a fucking monstrous pop. Mm-hmm. So that right there shows you how over the gimmick is. He's not even on regular TV and he gets one of the biggest pops of the night yeah. from from the Royal Rumble crowd um, and was still over when he came to the main roster and yeah. just, you know, unless there's stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about, there never seemed to be any any reason that no. he just was not used, was just left off the yeah. show week after week after week. Um, he just... He had that mini feud with AJ and Corbin for the U.S. title, and that was it. And he did nothing. Honestly, I could see him. I could have seen him being being in the main event, even with that gimmick. Just, uh, you know, because, I mean, Kofi and the New Day is a fucking joke gimmick, but if you put it in the right angle, yeah, a, guy, but... a guy who's over and who everybody likes, you put him in the right angle, I, you know, you can get him there. I was, um, never, wi- I was never wild on Dillinger's work. Uh, he, his gimmick, the gimmick and the entrance were great. That would have carried him... Yeah, bell to, bell, bell to bell, there were people who were better. Um, I said bell to bell, there were people who were better and more there interesting. Were, yeah. There was, but... 
you know, there was a there was a spot for Dillinger. So absolutely, there was a spot for it. Your your thoughts on on the career trajectory and and um whose fault this is? It's WWE's, by the way. Oh, I, I'm I, it's WWE's. Uh, you don't have something that gets over like that and not at least go somewhere with it. You have to. He didn't get a chance. He he showed up on. It, it's another case of of WWE just bringing someone up and being like, okay, you're on the main roster now. Well, what do I do? Well, you're on the main roster now. Well, what do I do? And it goes back and forth until they're just off TV and eventually gone. Uh, there, there was nothing. He never had a story. He never had anything, really. His story with AJ wasn't, wasn't – didn't he answer an open challenge and Corbin jumped him? Yeah. I think that was, that was his – that's his big story. His big story is we don't really have a story. I'm just coming out for a title match. It was rough. Yeah. I think, but uh, almost maybe more surprising because it was a precipitous fall is the TJP one yeah. where, you know, they they built the division around this guy to start and everything looked real mm-hmm. real great. And then, you know, there's there's been rumors for a while that there were some attitude issues and some behind-the-scenes issues and et cetera. At the same time, again, I understand his frustration because he just quit being used. Yeah. Thoughts I mean, on thoughts on TGP. I liked him. I liked him a lot. Um but they like you said they he won the cruiserweight title and then he was just like forgotten. Um this it's not like 205 Live has the most amazing roster ever. It's good, but TJP is would be near the top of it just based on I mean there's been like what five or six cruiserweight champions. I mean, as far as I think what you're saying is, you know, they're, they're good wrestlers, but as far as yeah. overness and people who people who care, who, guys who people care about, yeah. TJP yeah. was definitely towards the top of that and had oh, yeah. the potential, Absolutely. all the potential in the world. I always saw him in kind of uh, like a role that that Leo Rush is in, where he's this annoying little twerp that everybody wants to see gets the shit get the shit knocked out of him and then he cuz he always had you know the the really product hair and yeah. the pretty boy thing and I wanted so bad for him oh, yeah. and Mojo Raleigh and uh and Zack Ryder to have like a douchey frat bro freaking stable of heels like that was my dream for the longest and and I just I think he had so much more potential to than just being left off the show and getting a shitty attitude and now and now being yeah. released uh, he there there was an angle on 205 Live where he was a couple of months ago where he was like he's like get me better competition or I'm going to Raw or SmackDown and then that went nowhere. I mean, it just it's 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 part of the problem of having a cruiserweight show when you ha- when you bring these guys up to the main rosters and then they're fine. I mean the lucha the lucha house party has been fine not really used i disagree i do not think that is fine at all (laughs) but but we'll get into that one later yeah um uh but yeah or like leo rush who has a role there and then there's finn balor who allegedly weighs like what 100 i think he's built at 190 yeah uh yeah um, he might be though. He's he's a little taller yeah. than the other guys. Well, I mean, when you consider that John, when you consider John Jones at, the, at his last UFC fight weighed in at two oh five. Yeah, I, they're they're. I don't it's know. A, There's hard a, lot, a lot of weird uh, weird weights. Uh, listening yeah. for these guys. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. It's TJ. It's just he's been cruiserweight champion. He's that much better than just about all of them. He had a character. He had a personality, and he's just stuck on two oh five live. 
sitting behind people like Mike Kanellis and Enzo from back in the day, and what is he supposed to do over all these years? He just keeps seeing all these other people getting pushes and rolls, and he's just still TJP, the really good heel, who, who can never break out of that one box that he was in. I can't blame him for when he how, leave. How dare you you doubt the 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 power of love? I'm gonna use that as know. I'm gonna use that as the outro music this week just because of that KB. <laughs> That's I can't believe you would dare such a say such a thing. Um, I, I believe in the power of Maria, not so much Mike. You need to show some respect, and that is what Hideo Itami wanted all of those weeks. Yeah. What do you? I mean. Itami Snake bit from the start, man. He was yes. he was fun in a few times, especially after he came back from that first big injury. Um, mm. Had some interesting run-ins, but just injury after injury. Uh, I yeah. hurt, and this is not my assumption. Don't don't you know? No, don't, sure. don't don't anybody out there snowflake it up on me. This is what I read that there. Um, he was having a hard time getting the grasp, getting getting comfortable with English. Um. Speaking English, communicating with, and you know, pro wrestling is all about communication. Yeah. Uh, so that was a struggle. The injuries, um, you know, it, it's it's a lot easier to not be homesick if you're at the top of the card and making tons of money and and mm-hmm. tearing it up. But he was not doing that, and so there was no. also rumors that he was pretty homesick for Japan. So. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Atami is a great example of it. Just didn't work. He he tried. He was doing. Itami is not the kind of guy with like a personality where that's yeah. going to drive him the most. He is an in-ring guy. He gets over based on his work more than anything else. And when also they took away his big signature finisher yeah. after 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 he hurt Brian Kendrick. And I to this day I'm not entirely sure I get what his new finisher was. I never even saw it. It so. was kind of kind of like imagine if someone does like kind of like a twist of fate. But in the end, he when he gets to the ground, he pulls his leg up and kicks you in the head. Mm. It's no, no. It sounds kind of good. It the it camera was not it, okay. No. Yeah. It, it 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 kept being like, okay, was that a stunner? Was it a neck breaker? His leg kicked up. Did he? You know, it's just I never knew what to call it. It was it, it didn't work. So do you think we can call these guys AEW future wrestlers? Let's go uh, uh, predictions one by one. Ty Dillinger, yes or no? Yes. He will yes. get at least a chance. Uh, if, if any of you guys didn't see it, Cody tweeted right at him right after yeah. he, the news came out. Like, oh, yeah. so stunning and brave, stunning and brave. Um, uh, another, so... guy, another guy, though, who is kind of getting up there in years and is yet again being – he's Dillinger's 38. Yeah, it was the second run in the WWE, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you remember, he was Stan, the guy that Sean super kicked back in like 11 years ago. <laughs> so – so, yes, we think we're thinking yes to AEW. I, I think so. He'll get a shot. I don't know how long he'll be there. He will get a shot. He'll be on the indies forever with that 10 gimmick. TJP! So, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's another one of those that, that guys is, who looks like the paper boy who thinks he's a fucking giant wrestling star. Oh, wait. Did I, oh, damn. Did I say that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't, yeah don't, I, make me, don't make me call Angie. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely think it, he'll end up showing up over there, and hopefully he gets to do a lot more with his personality yeah. and with... The things yeah. he can do, he'll, he'll probably do great things with with the guys who work down there. Honestly, yeah. Uh, it, yeah I mean, those great things will probably look just like the other ten matches that just happened on that same show, but it'll still be great. 
Dude, she's um, gonna kill you. Atami, though, what do we not think? A, I think he's a, going to Japan. I think yeah. so too. Uh, I, I think he has about as cha- much chance of staying in the states as I do of being Miss Nevada, nineteen seventy-eight. It's it's very low chance. There'd be, yeah. be a lot of things that would have to happen for that to for that to come through. Yeah, yeah. I he uh, he seems to just want to go back to probably Noah, and he'll be fine there. That's fine. Uh, it, like I said, it just didn't work, and that's okay. Not everybody is. Not everybody needs to be in WWE. He was a star elsewhere. He can probably pop in and do some ROH work occasionally, maybe an AEW appearance every now and then. I think he's going to mainly just be a Japanese star, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, quick news and notes. Um, not not. We we'll probably won't delve into too many of these, but it's just news from around the wrestling world that you guys may or may not have heard. Um, if you want us to render an opinion on it, drop it on the drop it in the mailbag, and then we'll talk about it next week. Um, it was announced, uh, spoiler alert, uh, fast forward two minutes on the show if you don't want to hear what I'm about to say. On NXT UK, it was announced that Pete Dunne and Walter is going to be going down at TakeOver New York. Mm. That's going to be a fucking shit show, and I'm excited for it. In a good way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we will be having an NXT TakeOver with the English bros uh, in the next few weeks, and so that'll definitely be a topic of discussion on that show. Yeah. Um, it's being reported, and I know a lot of you out there, along with myself, are a huge fan of the uh, Conrad Thompson family of podcasts. Bruce Pritchard. Actually, we might do a little bit of commentary on this. Bruce Pritchard, now of the podcast Something to Russell, earlier was Vince McMahon's right-hand man through both of the biggest boom periods in the history of wrestling, is back with the company in a creative consultant role, uh, probably pretty pretty high up in the mantle, I guess it looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I, I know, I know, from what I've seen, you say you could probably take or leave some of the some of the some of those shows, the podcast. I'm a huge, 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 huge fan of that show. So I'm mm-hmm. sad that it looks like it's probably going to be going away now because I don't see how he could still do that show uh, and work with the WWE. What I will say, though, is anybody who was a right-hand man and a major creative force during both the Holden, Hogan era, Golden Age, and and the Attitude era, I don't see how that can be construed as a bad thing that he's back with the company. I don't either. Um, it's uh, he's. I know he's notoriously a Vince Yes Man, but you can't argue with the success they had when he was around. So whatever... I think I think if you listen, if you really listen to the context of a lot of things, he's not so much a Vince Yes Man as he defends the shit out of everything they did. This it's two different things. A Vince eats because a lot of times he would he when he tells the stories he was arguing against whatever ended up going on TV. But then when called out on the carpet about what happened, he will defend it. It's t- that's two different things. <laughs> Jim, Corn- Jim Cornette de- uh, describes him as the artful dodger. The, ar- the can... artful dodger, and it is it is pretty yeah, entertaining. It gets pretty anything. it gets pretty entertaining sometimes. Oh, I've, I've heard to some. It. Of yeah, the, I've I've heard some clips of it, and it's just like no, that's. You just admitted you did it, and now it's not your fault somehow. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's good times. But it, it, it can be entertaining. Like I said, I, I don't see how it could be a bad thing, a guy who I was... don't either. It's not going it, to... If it doesn't work, I, I don't see how it's going to be... At worst, it'll be like a minimal impact. I don't see it being a negative in any way, shape, or form. 
I'm, so, I'm yeah. I, I, the game has changed so much now that I don't know how much impact one person can can have in yeah. that in the that depth that you know the how. Unless your name is Vince, like unless your name is like Vince McMahon the second or something, I don't see how much of an impact you're gonna have because Vince no. runs everything. I now. mean, his son is there, so yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't still do. And um, his son is somehow a champion, ladies and gentlemen. I just like to keep pointing that out. Not anymore. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Thank that was another one we didn't predict. What the fuck is going on there? Because even Rikishi now is hinting that the Usos might be on yeah. the way to AEW. I... Well, I mean, the thing is, if they're going to be leaving in, like, six weeks or whatever anyway... Put the belts on them, have happy. somebody put somebody over on the way out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Maybe Gargano and Champa. Possibly, possibly. I mean, it's not like they're on... Uh, it's not like they're on one of the shows at the moment anyway, because NXT apparently doesn't apply to the main roster. Except for when it does, and they want to use people. I, yeah. I, I don't know. They, they don't make any sense. All right, let's do some few few mailbaggers. We, 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 got, we got a little bit of time. We got a couple here. All right, let's see here. Um... Let's see here. Uh, uh, whom do you prefer, the Usos or the New Day? Uh, I I want to use caution because I'm immediately springs to mind, you know, the New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not any knock whatsoever on the Usos. The Usos are uh, fantastic and, and pretty yes. underrated, actually. Um, they're at least a B-plus in every, you know, category of wrestling that there is across the board mm-hmm. in the yeah. ring character work promos i mean they're 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 above average at everything so yeah but you know the new day is is not so much in recent times but there's been plenty of times over the years especially during that initial heel run where they were just mm-hmm. so over the top entertaining and some of the best stuff we've seen you know in the in the modern era really yeah um so yeah you got to go new day uh, I like New Day's antics more uh, because they, they can get repetitive, but when they find something that's just hilarious, they can make it work like nobody else can. If not, just watch the opener, the opening segment of Mania 33 with right after the Xavier Woods page scandal and Big E constantly making just one joke after another and just like like looking over out of the corner of his eye at Woods. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious stuff. I like the Usos in ring better. Um, I think some of the some of the um, like the 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 dive through the the dives over the top while tagging at the same time, it just it gets me every time with that kind of stuff. They're they're I like them better in the ring. New Day is good, but I do like uh, overall probably New Day. Usos I like better as workers. Okay, okay, I can I can go with that. All right, next one. Okay, um, I'm gonna make this one an easy one for you. Please tell me the appeal of Alistair Black. Yeah, I had the same reaction when I read that one the first time. I have a confused look on my face. Uh, yes, he does. Um, I mean, I give you a softball on this one. I, it's it's such a softball that I don't even know. It's like when you're wide, when the guy's wide open and he puts his yeah. hands up and it hits him in the hands because he's. It's like yeah. too easy. I mean, from the from the charisma to the striking to the smooth in ring work to the very unique look to the great entrance i don't i don't know what else has he, he had a bad match i don't think so um uh, some people don't like his promos that much but i just think they're different they're not yeah you know they're unique they're it's a different kind of character so it's different you have to grade it in a different kind of way um it's yeah, also one of the coolest finishers you'll ever see. Oh, and absolutely. It's it's cool 
because it looks great and it's cool because it's it's it, you don't need to guess no how you know that's legit it looks legit yeah he looks Bobby like he just even said, kicks somebody's Bob, fucking head off as Bobby Heenan said he kicked the man in the head <laughs> yeah I think that should be it's a kick in the head you yeah, can't I got you he can do it to anybody uh let's see here um is there any good reason Bobby Roode hasn't turned heel yet no, there is no good reason for that. There was no good reason for him to have debuted as a babyface. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if Shelton Benjamin was the guy for the job. Although I think it could have been better done. They could have done a new world's greatest tag team with Shelton Benjamin and Gable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, there has to be someone else that they can pick to put with Gable to make yeah. those guys better, or just let. Like, Matter of fact, how much of a... Well, I don't know. He's not over enough and well-known enough. But if they had done this a different way and got Gable over a little bit on his own, Mm -hmm. how much of a fucking animal could he be on 205 Live? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just chaos theories for days. (laughs) Just suplexing the fucking shit out of everybody on that show. And he would be unique because he's not a high flyer. He's like a little powerhouse that could suplex the piss out of everybody on that show. Well, And what people forget about him, he was an Olympic wrestler. He was... Yes! (laughs) Yeah. He's got the the amateur credentials that few others have. I mean, that's that's a different level of amateur skill. To get that good, that's a different. That's a completely different planet. I mean, he's a little bit, you know, uh, prodigy style. I yeah, remember right? his first match um, in NXT. Let's see. Do you have this recall? Do you remember who it was against? I think it was against. I can look real. It fast. was against somebody who was like a champion. It was somebody who was who was pretty big time, and uh, it was uh, like a. Extended squash, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he got one of those ones off. where it's obvious that he has no chance, but the guy let him get some inf- get get some offense in and look good. Um, and so it was a good little match, and you could tell, like, man, that guy Gable has has some has something. Um, and he's been excellent ever since. So it's a shame that he got saddled with Rude. It's a shame that Rude is not doing anything even near I mean you know we talk about people who should go back and forth somebody who could definitely use being an NXT yeah. and, and being the man down there yeah uh, it was Tyler Breeze was the it first was, opponent okay and, and and Breeze was that was when Breeze was uh like on yeah, Breeze top was, that, it was December 2014 so Breeze was still Breeze was still a big deal back then and he was about to you know it, it that's when he was the biggest deal that he ever was, was during that yeah. run. Yeah, okay, so that was what I was remembering it from. And now he's lucky to make it to main event. Good times. Uh, yeah. All right, one more. Okay, last one, and this one might this one will give you a little more pause, I think. Would a Miss Elizabeth-type character work today? Absolutely. I think all, I think all kinds of... Anything that you can put... Any kind of window dressing that you can utilize to help characters and help angles and help the presentation of whatever's going out there, I am a full supporter of. This, of course, you know, this coming from somebody who was a child of the late 80s, early 90s, that's where I came to watching wrestling. Um, Miss Elizabeth was one of the first big acts that I ever was familiar with as a small child. So, uh, of course, I think that any kind of managerial 
whether it be valet, whether it be uh, like a Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley situation. I love that. I love that pairing, and I love their act. Um, anything like that, I am in full support. I mean, I love the Lana and Rusev thing when when Rusev didn't talk and Lana did all the talking for him and talked shit and they were heels. Like that was awesome. I loved that. And you will note that that is the most over Rusev ever was. So, yep. I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think a character like that would be great. Yeah. Uh, I'd be worried if they would try to make her wrestle because L- Elizabeth was the kind of person where you could never actually imagine her in a ring. Uh, she didn't really fit as a worker, which yeah, she no. shouldn't have been. No. She shouldn't have been. Uh, and I'd be worried that they would try to do that today. And it's, I don't think that that kind of defeats the purpose of an Elizabeth. Uh, or at least takes away a lot of it. Uh, I, th- I think the idea of just the very sweet, very innocent... Uh, girlfriend slash valet of a crazed boyfriend would work very well. Um, um, it was good when Macho Man did it, and there's a way to do it, but it you'd have to be extremely, extremely, extremely careful with yeah uh, a character like that now. But yeah, there are, there are ways that there there is a 2019 version of that where it would be yeah um more verbal, more controlling, kind of demeaning type of thing, and then eventually, obviously, the the woman. Um, stands up for herself and, and doesn't yeah. take that shit. And yeah, the other problem is you have to have someone who, like Savage, came off like uh, uh, apparently backstage. Savage was every bit the controlling psycho with that. The thing is also it helps when you have Randy Savage cutting these promos about her. Yeah, you know, that, that one does, of the best talkers ever, and someone who could make you believe, he could make anything work. So it, that would help a lot. It would have to be done well. It it is possible, but it would have to be you'd have to take some care with it. Oh, and all, make sure all the care in the world. Almost as much care as we try to take with this podcast. We thank everybody for listening. Um, again, thanks for joining us last week. We will work on cleaning up those audio issues. Um, ton of big news from this week. Glad to have you guys. Um, he is KB of KBWrestlingReviews.com. He is also... I mean, damn, man, every time I get on Russell, Wrestling Rumors, it feels like you're the one who's writing the... I feel like I can call you now my main... KB, also known as Thomas Hall, Tommy Hall. I feel like he's the main writer for Wrestle, Wrestling Rumors right now. I feel like every every article I see posted on Wrestling Rumors Facebook page is by you. So, yeah, WrestlingRumors.net. All news, no clickbait. Like him on Facebook. That's where you can see our, our stuff posted. Um, if you have stuff that you want to have discussed or get answered, I do read all the comments on our posts. Um, I'm around. You don't know who I am, but I know who you are. I see everything. So... Don't be afraid to make those comments and, and, and engage with us. Um, I would like to kind of start maybe, you know, I have a terrible memory sometimes, so maybe I'll forget next week. But I'd like to close out every show with an old commentary quote, and most of them, most of the time, are from my week of watching wrestling, old school wrestling, and they will be from one Bobby the Brain Heenan. Not a bad place to start. This week's quote... Hey... They tell you that money doesn't buy happiness, but give me $50 and watch me smile.